Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour three of VSIN Primetime presented by BetMGM alongside Super Bowl champ, former Tulane Green Wave quarterback Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is once again VSIN Primetime. Sean's play coming up uh, in the next hour. Yeah, I'm excited. Edmonton, every which possible way. Hope I'm right. I hope so, because it'll help alleviate the pain of Maryland playing like. You just seen it while you know you did like a 10-0 run. We were only down. Did you get six or did you get four and a half? Six. All right. Well, you need a 9-0 run. 44 to 30 right now. I'm on Maryland. Taking on Rutgers, it was, I think, 36-30 to 30 just a moment ago, and then a flagrant foul was called on Maryland, which was awesome. So I'm that's a, been that's been good. I'm going to say this again, and then I'm going to leave it alone because I don't, I don't like to, like, I, I, I give you a hard time, but it's generally when you're feeling good, not when you're down. When you're down, I try not to kick you because I'm not a mean person. So I still was super surprised that you chose to fade the rack. Sean, I spent months of a year and it works out, fading teams off of wins. And now you're going to gloat because no, I, no, I'm not because gloating. Maryland I'm is not losing gloating. by 16. I'm, I'm your brother. After Rutgers beat it, the number it, it, it one had, team in the country. It had nothing to do with, and you might ultimately end up being right. But what I'm saying is, it's this like, particular arena it's like has each, been a point of pride. It's almost like, it's like each week when Shaka you, Smart being a road dog and you taking the home team. It's like each week when I do that exercise during the football season, you say, no shot. And then ultimately what happens, there's a letdown. And, and then you don't say anything on Monday because I was right. But it's not going to work out here because Rutgers, Maryland stinks. And uh, I am going to be 0-2 betting on Maryland, and I might steal a line from my partner and say I'm going to put them behind the red tape because I bet them against UCLA at home when they were like a one-point dog. They got absolutely run off the floor. And here tonight, same thing is happening when they were a six-point underdog. So I might have to do what uh, what Sean does with his team. I mean, they're terrible. I, I just, I don't, this is awful. Absolutely awful. And it's not funny because you went the other way, so I'm pulling for you. I didn't bet the game, so it's neither here nor there. I will say this. As I garner more information from a college basketball standpoint, one of the groups that I have, so you know I put teams behind the red tape for those of you just tuning in. If a team betrays my trust multiple times, I eliminate them from being an active participant in anything I have going. 
college basketball, here's what perturbs me, Tim. Arkansas last night. Mm-hmm. They won the game. But I didn't like the fact that they don't play with high basketball IQ. That they allow their emotions to impact their actions. Meaning if somebody fouls them hard, then now they're running around, you know, trying to foul the other team hard. They got a couple, you know, taunting uh, fouls called on. I don't like teams that play. I want a team that's, you know, locked in to execution, to making shots, that understands time management. Those are the teams I'm looking for to wager with as the season goes on. When I, I said that to say this, when I looked at Maryland, they're a less talented version. You know, they, they've got a couple uh, in flagrant fouls tonight for no reason. Like, it, they're more concerned with being physical than they are with playing the game of basketball. So, learned a lot. Um, won't back Maryland at any point this year unless I see drastic change, but uh, may be an opportunity for me to fade them as we move forward. All right. Uh, the crew, two-thirds of the crew, Derek Stevens is out tonight, so uh, we'll talk to Wilbo and uh, Banksy a little bit later on in this program, so uh, we'll chat with them later on in this hour. But it is a massive weekend when it comes to Circa Survivor. There are only three entries left in all of Circa Survivor. Sean and I were once upon a time dreaming big of yeah. cashing a... Uh... I dreamed a little longer than you. Did you? Yeah. He had more entries than me. <laughs> Somehow, some way, he finds a re- like we've you've lost like everything we've bet this year. Are you serious? Well, count through them. Who won the cigar bets? Right now, I said this year. Well, everything spills over. Okay. Like the football season, like we're still betting NFL, but it started in twenty two. We're in twenty three. No, because the cigar bets ended in April. You won. Right. We restarted them, and we, we had finished. futures bet. Well, well, the season's pretty much over. I mean, if you want to go through them, why don't we go through them? No, not right now. Oh, you don't? No, let's, oh, get, to what, let's get to what you were going to okay. talk about. I mean, you want to talk Carson Wentz, Mr. Biscay again? Well, hey, man, I'm an optimist. I'm a dreamer. I'm a person that loves, like, the the story of the person that bounces back. Like, that's why I'm so, like, happy and proud, you know, for Geno Smith. I, I like those kind of stories. I thought that maybe Carson would take advantage of this opportunity. He didn't. I thought maybe Mitchell Trubisky would take advantage of his opportunity. He didn't. But you felt bad that Carson Wentz was given 30-plus million dollars not to play football for the Indianapolis Colts? Well, the price of the brick is the price of the brick. Like, you know, that's the thing in team sports. Like, it's, this is what the going rate is. Mm. Okay. How much of what you say do you actually believe? All of it. Yeah, okay. All right. I just wanted to talk about Circus Survivor and somehow... Me too. You talked about how you made it further than me. You had, what, how many entries did you have? so easily distracted. How many entries did you have? Three. Okay. And you, you still have those, right? I was going to ask you emotionally, like, how would this show be different if one of us was still alive? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be something. But we are. I wouldn't be at work right now. I'll be honest. I, I'd be out. Either I'd already kidnapped or I'd be celebrating with the other two contestants. Because if they don't chop... It makes no sense to risk losing this last week. Well, the question is... Because they don't have good teams available. They all have the Jaguars available. Well, if they're going to all play the Jaguars, then why? Well, in either way. So here's... But the one person that has the Seahawks... Of the three remaining, one, the enemy within two, has both the Vikings and the Jaguars. Not touching the Vikings. Without Justin Fields playing? I don't care. Really? Nope. Who's starting for the Bills or who's starting for the Bears? I'm just, I'm not touching the Vikings. I mean, okay. The Vikings aren't really playing for. They could be I play- mean, I know they need to win. They could be playing for the two seed. Yeah. I guess. And they're playing. Yeah, either, a- either one of those three games, I would not argue with the, other, the, the person. Whether they take the Jaguars or the one takes the Vikings or the one takes the Seahawks. Just saying, we watch NFL football all year. If Baker goes into Seattle and throws for 280 and the Rams win, you'd be would, surprised. Of those, oh, I would not touch the Seahawks in this spot. Absolutely not. I don't trust the Seahawks at all. And I know they're playing for a playoff spot. I don't care. Rams don't have a first-round pick, so it's not like they're conceding to next year. The Bears do. The Bears are trying to lose for the number one pick. I could see you taking the Vikings. I'm just saying. If I had the option, so just once again, if you're if you're just listening with us, of the Circus Survivor entries, Browna 1 only has 
one team this week that is the favorite, and that would be the Jaguars. Jed has both the Jaguars and the Seahawks, and the enemy within two has the Vikings and the Jaguars. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's eliminate Jed for taking the Seahawks. There's no way he takes this. Well, he might. I would, if I were him, and once again, why would he take my advice? Because I got knocked out however many weeks ago. But I would take the Jaguars over the Seahawks. So let me let me ask you a question. So yeah. let's just say we obviously know Brown 01 is taking Jaguars. Yes, I would think that is a let's very big Let's just say Jed 4 is going to take the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. If you're the enemy within, do you go Vikings and then become a Titan fan? Yes. Or do you take Jaguars and lock up Two million, because that's really what you're. It's a good question. That's the the decision you're making. It's a great question. You've come this far. I would I would take the Vikings if I were him. Only because Justin Fields isn't playing, I'd take the Vikings. And that's a big reason. Yeah. And the Bears. Remember, if they lose and the Texans win, the Bears get the number one overall pick. What the Vikings play? Yeah, they're the early game. They're in the 1 o'clock window. Yeah, so they won't know the outcome of the Niners or the Cowboys at that point. Right. Yep. Yeah, I take the Vikings. And then I just root for Derrick Henry. Please give it to him early and often. You've got... Yeah, I mean... And that's the only way to play it. I mean, once again, you could go conservative and... I mean, Brown a one. I would be stunned if he took anybody but the Jaguars, right? Yeah, really, any other options? Yeah, I mean, unless he went based on what he has available. I mean, he could go some crazy favorite, but I would think the the what he makes the most sense about is is rolling the Jaguars. If I'm Jed Four, I would roll with the Jaguars. He could take the Seahawks. I mean, yeah. it's not terrible. Because they're, they're at home, right? They're still a six point favorite. They're playing for the playoffs. Yeah, and they're home. And yeah, and they won't know the outcome of the Lions-Packers game, because that's Sunday Night Football. So, yes, the Seahawks are playing for something. But in my eyes, what's more likely to happen? Baker Mayfield goes off for the Rams or Nathan Peterman to beat the Vikings on the road? Uh, I would take the Vikings. It's going to be interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I, I take the Vikings. With no Justin Fields, I take the Vikings. Bears want to lose this game because more than likely the Texans are going to beat the Colts. So if the Bears lose, Texans win. Bears now have the number one pick in the draft. I, I take the Vikings here and just root for the Titans because I definitely would not be surprised if Tennessee, Joshua Dobbs did not look bad. I know. Don't forget in that Titans-Cowboys game, Titans had the ball in a one-score game in the second half of that game. So I could see Tennessee beating Jacksonville way more often than I could see Chicago, no Justin Fields beating the Vikings, who are playing for the number two seed in the NFC for the playoffs. Three people left in Circus Survivor. Wish I was one. I do, too. (laughs) No, uh, there's never been a situation in the short existence of Circus Survivor where there hasn't been a chop. And we'll see. The Titans pull off the upset. Does the enemy within... Lock in the $2 million, go Jags, or does he go rogue and play the Vikings? I would roll with the Vikings. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is V-SID primetime. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and it is a big day here on the network for our show and for a number of our programs as VEASAN Primetime is now heard on three radio stations in the nation's capital. So welcome in iHeart Sports 1190, the DMV's best bet on sports. Also 104.7 FM and WWDC FM 101.1 FM HD2. VEASAN program will be heard on all three stations starting at 5 p.m. Eastern each weekday afternoon. So you'll hear the end of Stormy and Matt Brown leading into us. Then you'll hear Femi and Wes, GP Overnights. And you can also hear all of our programming on the weekend. So welcome in to the folks in the nation's capital. I'm certainly fired up for uh, for our show and uh, for our network to be on in my hometown there, Sean. So uh, excited as the VSEN family continues to grow. I'm excited as well, Tim. Um, wonderful experience. The timing couldn't be better to add the D.C. area because I've been such a huge advocate of Sam Howell. I actually had him as my number one quarterback in this past year's draft class. So to see him now finally get an opportunity to showcase his ability, I think is a great, 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 I guess, initiation for us with this area. Um, I've said on this show multiple times, I think Coach Rivera should have gone to Sam Howell four or five weeks ago. I would have even started him from day one. Uh, Yes, I would have. I would have. Again, my Carson Wentz opinion was tied into Mitchell Trubisky, but it was more about the spot than the player. It it was more about two guys that had failed in previous opportunities that were getting a chance in what I thought was an organization that had enough talent surrounding them. And in hindsight, whoever the quarterback of the commanders is next year, he's going to have Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson and Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Like he's going to have a group of guys, Curtis Samuel, um, hopefully Logan, you know, Thomas will eventually get fully healthy and can play the whole year. But he's going to have a group around him on offense that's, you know, definitely above middle of the pack from a talent standpoint. So, obviously, it didn't work out for Carson Wentz. And uh, I doubt if it ever will at this point. But I'm happy for Sam Howell. And hopefully he goes out and has a great game. I'm a big believer in the former North Carolina Tar Heel quarterback. Would you take the seven? If I knew that the teammates were as locked in as I need them to be, I might. But again, I just, I've been on some of those teams where you get eliminated from the playoffs and you're playing out the string and 
you know, a lot of times those guys can have flights already booked, you know, so their main thing is don't get hurt. So I just, I don't, I don't know enough about, you know, some of the younger guys on that roster to really know if I'm going to get A-plus effort. Because they got some, uh, aren't both of those defensive tackles in uh, looking for new contracts or either in the uh, end of the current one, so... Uh, Jonathan Allen's locked up long-term, but Deron Payne... Who had a tremendous year, by the way. Jonathan Allen's a beast. Absolute stud. Drafted by the previous regime, by the way. Um, Dallas' first half could be a look, laying three and a half, just because if Philly's up big at halftime, word will trickle down, that, and Dallas could potentially, not saying they will, but could potentially kind of start to uh, to get into playoff mode because all Dallas can do is hope for a Philly loss to the Giants as they're a 14 point favorite. If Dallas wins, they get the NFC East. If Philadelphia loses. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Are we not giving Dallas enough respect, big picture wise? I don't know. You just said Tampa's going to the Super Bowl, so that would say that they beat Dallas in the first and round. I, I agree with that, but at the same time, if you're a numbers guy, everybody looks at San Francisco automatic. Super Bowl contender. Everybody looks at Dallas. Uh, Dak and McCarthy, they'll, 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 they'll mess it up at some point in the playoffs. From a point differential standpoint, San Francisco is plus 148 points. Dallas is second in the NFC at plus 145. The only other team in the NFC playoffs is Philly at plus 127. Minnesota's minus 19. Tampa's minus 32. The Giants are dead even. And points allowed and points scored. Seattle's plus three. So they're, they're a plus three. So I'm asking you a question. Not based yeah. on any opinion I have. Just based on when I present that one specific piece of data. Is Dallas someone that you believe in? Are they being overlooked by the majority of people who cover the game of football? I don't think they're being overlooked because they're the Dallas Cowboys. And they have a ton of talent. We've talked a lot about their defense. I just want to point out their last four games. Needed a last-minute drive to beat the Houston Texans. Whoa, Houston's tough. Lovey's showing everybody that he can beat them. He just won't because they don't want to mess up the draft. Okay, sure. Whatever you say. (laughs) Then they lost to the Jaguars. You're so sarcastic. Gardner Minshew lit them up, and then Gardner Minshew looked like a backup the following week against the Saints. And then last weekend, or last Thursday... Did they look promising at all against the Tennessee Titans without Derrick Henry or a starting quarterback? So I pose, I answer your question with a question. Right. Right. You're saying, are they not getting enough respect? The last couple of weeks, what have they done to earn said respect? Fair. I'm just, I'm, that's I'm, not, I'm, arguing, I'm not arguing with you. If they, I've, I've already if, told you Tampa's going to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl this year. For those tuning in, in my opinion, will be the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. That's How can we my... cigar bet that? I'm not going to give you the rest of the NFC and the rest well, of the AFC. Gonna, I'm not going to do that. I'll give you the rest of both, but if one of those teams gets there, it's a push. If none get there, you win. If both get there, I want a more ten fo- to one cigar. I want to more focus on the NFC because I actually tend to agree with you about the Bengals. <laughs> the NFC is hilarious to me. You somehow have changed your tune. You have talked crap about the Buccaneers all year. They play well. I haven't well. talked crap about the Bucs. Yeah, yeah. No, I've just said when you look at the names on the resumes, they haven't played up to that expectation. But they're playing better. You can't deny in the fourth quarter of these games, even the game against Kansas City, they look tremendous. In the, look, like for whatever reason. They look tremendous against the Cardinals when a seventh-string quarterback down 10, decided to pitch the ball to nobody. Hey, I've seen a lot of strange things happen this year in the National Football League. This would just add to the year of intrigue. Bucks win the Super Bowl. They were up 17-0, and the Bengals opened up a can on them. Listen, week I'm... prior, Week prior, they got smoked by the 49ers. Prior to that, they were down 13 to the Saints in the fourth quarter and need a magical comeback. They lost to the Browns. Without Deshaun Watson, right? Or was that Watson's first game back? Whatever it was, he wasn't playing well. I'm just saying, you know, right now, Bucks are 10 to 1 to win the NFC, 22 to 30 to 1 to win it all, depending on where. Hey, go take your $40, put 20 on each. You know, you can pay for those outfits you just bought for New Year's, those big balls. 
trying to look good for the others. The big what? Those big balls that you go to on New Year's Eve where you go and everybody's dressed up. And, okay. Yeah. Saying we're a family program here. I'm not I'm not sure what you're uh, what Well, you're our next guest to. is named Big Balls, so I mean, come on. But I was talking about the big balls people go to on New Year's Eve. All right, so what can I intrigue you in for the NFC? 10 to 1. I'll take the Bucks. You take the rest of the NFC. 10 to 1 cigar bet. Exactly what they are to win the NFC. Let me think about that. All right, go ahead. And Brady we trust. <laughs> Brady versus Burrow. Burrow versus Brady. Is the GOAT finally handing the mantle over to the new young gun? Is the young gun ready after playing an exceptional game next year but falling short? Does he get? I'm just telling you right now, people, go out and get Bucks, Bengals, Super Bowl exactas. Uh, do we have the odds of what those are? I think it might be 50, 60 to 1 right now that those are the two teams that make the Super Bowl. Thank me later, okay? <laughs> Thank me later. Thank me later. Call me Drake. <laughs> My confidence is infectious. Oh, God. I mean, to be a former quarterback, I mean, that's why you came in here and, and spouted out to people at Circa that the Steelers would win the division and Mitch Trubisky would lead them to the promised land. And you believed it. I mean, it's it's impressive to listen to it. You told us go that get the you told us that USF would beat BYU. Go get the exacta. And that they would go over their win total. But you know what I like when you like point out the times I've been wrong? I'm right so much. No, you're the not. The times that I'm wrong, they <laughs> stick out in your mind. That's why you can so vividly just remember. Like, I love that. You're the best. Go watch Karate Kid tonight. So often. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I'll tell you this. When you beat me in our confidence picks. Oh, wait, no, it didn't happen this year. But then you won the bowl. Oh, wait, no, you didn't do that either. Oh, no rebuttal? Okay. There's a cultural bias in both contests. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now. And get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at vcin.com slash subscribe. It is VEASAN Prime Time. It's a Thursday. No Thursday night football tonight. But that doesn't mean we can't continue our tradition bringing in the crew. Well, at least two-thirds of the crew. Big Balls is back. Wilbo Will from Bo's his... back. Guess who's back? Wilbo's back. Wilbo's back. Wilbo's yeah. From his trip to Michigan, (laughs) (laughs) Banksy in the house, looking dapper as always. Sean Kingway over there. A lot of, a lot of, well, a lot of movement over there on Banksy jacket. Yeah, what's I like it. Is that thing alive? You don't, you don't know what's gonna happen, but you gotta remember, Sean. I'm going to the hockey game. I got an image to a. I got an image to go to. I now, was, you know, uh, when you go to the hockey game, a lot different. I was undercover brother yeah. that night. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for your platform shoes to pop up. I think the last, uh, what was it, the last hockey game that, that you brought Sean to, he wore a Belichickian two-lane sweatshirt. I was undercover brother. <laughs> I mean, next time I'll go and look corny like everybody else. I'll put on some jeans and a button-down. Ooh. <laughs> Hoodie, sunglasses. I mean, I was like, are you trying to embarrass me today? <laughs> Uh, so we got you got going to the Knights game tonight. Friendship so overrated. Knights minus one ten. Penguins even money. Total of six. Anything you like there, Banksy? Over. 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 But you know what? The Knights got some players coming back. Get a little Eichel love tonight. I think Cotter's coming back. Um, this team, I can't figure them out. They're they're winning games on the road. You don't think they're going to win? Uh, with I would say an American League and a half. One line is all American League, and then the other part line is partially American League. I don't know how they're doing it, but thank God their goaltending is playing well. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still on the nights, but they scare me right now. And Stone's playing unbelievable. Yeah, I like Pittsburgh tonight. 
I think those guys will be a little rusty. You can fight him if you want. No, what did he say? He said he likes Pittsburgh tonight, so you can. You can I mean, I don't blame him for liking him. Yeah, those, but guys, their those guys will be a little rusty coming back. I do like the over a little bit, though. That was the first thing I bet today. Yeah. I bet the over. And, you know, it's Sid, Sid. He's always going to be good, but little Gensel or whatever his name is, a pretty good hockey player. So I like the overnight. I think the Knights are going to come out pretty hard, start off the game. A lot of Pittsburgh folks in town? I've been seeing a lot of Pittsburgh jerseys here. Yeah. They, tra- they travel well. Yeah, football good, team good. travels well yeah. everywhere you so go. So, Pucks with Domus's play of the night. I'm all over the Oilers tonight. I got Oilers money line, Oilers uh, in regulation, Oilers puck line, Oilers over team total. All right. 2-0 on the week, by the way. By the way, speaking, you, you said uh, there's lots of Pittsburgh jerseys. As soon as you said that, Chris Andrews tweeted out a picture of him wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins <laughs> jersey. <laughs> all right. Um, I need to get to the story of New Year's Eve, right? We had been ragging on big balls for going to a wedding, a Michigan wedding that was going to take place during the semifinal. Oh, man. Yeah. So you went to a wedding yeah. on New Year's Eve where was the bride and groom both Michigan grads? Uh, the groom was. The My groom buddy was. was from Michigan. The bride was a Michigan State fan. Okay. Yeah. So the game starts, you're in Eastern time zone. Game starts, what, during the wedding? It started at 4 p.m. The ceremony started at 4 p.m. Oh, my God. So you can see, and, and, you know, probably about at least half of the invited guests for the for the church and the church were all on their phones <laughs> watching it. No one was paying attention. The bride was not happy, to say the least. Uh, and then, you know, everyone on the phone the whole, whole entire time. Well, uh, ceremony's over. You go to the reception. Uh, again, everyone's on their phone just watching. Uh, there was very, there was a lot of very drunk and angry Michigan fans towards the end of that night. I can, I can only imagine the, the mood of the Banksy's getting married. Imagine, imagine <laughs> your wedding if everyone's on their phones. Well, then again, at my wedding, it's on the beach. So I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> well, and, and the best part about it was that the the bride was very upset beforehand, before it even started, because. They planned this way in advance. <laughs> Did not expect Michigan to make it, let alone start the same exact time as the wedding. Oh. So it didn't really work out in their favor. Uh, but there, it was a hell of a time. Were there any last-second uh, attempts to try to move the wedding up? There was no shot. There was no shot with the bride. <laughs> no, she, was, she was not letting that happen. <laughs> I, en- I enjoyed oh, seeing a bunch man. of angry Michigan fans, though. Well, yeah, you're the Michigan, you're the Spartan there, yep. so you're probably enjoying yep. every second of it. Oh, it was great. I was uh, playing air guitar on the, on the stage with the band. You're like, why isn't anyone dancing? I don't get it. What's happening, Wolverines? Yep, it was a very crowded open Did you, bar. I could, I, all I could imagine is this, is, this is the vision I have in my head, is... Uh, a drunk Wilbo. Sorry, Wilbo. I apologize, but it's a wedding, so yeah, oh, I mean, I'm, the spirits are flowing. No need to apologize. And I can just see him getting the microphone at like nine thirty after they had lost, <laughs> and going "Hail to the victors" and just singing the Michigan fight song. That that is the vision I have in my head right I, now. I didn't want to, you know, have a bloody nose and a black eye, you know, for the remainder of the uh, night. So it was I a good game, though. I mean, it, it was. was an exciting game. It was back and forth. I mean, that's almost worse than when you're at a wedding because then you can't, like, turn away. Yep. You got to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just sort of stood outside. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, there was no TVs anywhere to be found. Oh! Anywhere to be found. And I was like, all right, well, yes, everyone's phone's going to run out of battery watching it on ESPN. Were you Plus. in the wedding party? party? Uh, I was, yeah. So did you take pictures before or after the wedding? Before. Oh, at least you had that yeah, going for you. before. Because yep. I, I could only imagine guys waiting around taking these pictures and the Michigan game is going on, and they're just not paying any no, attention. It, it was cold, man. Michigan was cold. It was like four <laughs> degrees and windy. And it was terrible. But it was a fun wedding. Well, I wish that that bride and groom a very happy marriage. <laughs> that, 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 that bride will never live that day down. Nope. They will, they will always bring Hey, remember when you got married and we lost in the playoff mm-hmm. and then Jim Harbaugh <laughs> went to the NFL? <laughs> well, yeah, just, you know, as is every year once Bulls are over, I uh, heard Jim Harbaugh was going to the NFL. You know, it's, it's like clockwork every year. Every time they get together. And, hey, here comes Calsus a championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I could have been in Tempe, but oh, I, was at your, I was at your wedding and we lost. <laughs> 
Remember when Costas the championship got married? And he was he was a collegiate athlete at Michigan too, so a bunch of athletes were there. And she wasn't even a Wolverine. No, too. she was a Sparty. Oh man, yeah, we graduated together. How did they even do that? I just, I mean, New Year's Eve weddings are a blast. I I'll, do I'll give that. Up. I do blame the groom just a little bit because you have to have some sort of belief deep down that your team's going to make it to the playoff. You can't just assume that hey. Honey, we're not going to make the playoff for a second consecutive year. Go yeah, ahead. You know, I, I'll, I'll, hopefully he doesn't hear it. You know, he's a little bit of an airhead, so I don't think he was thinking <laughs> that far in advance. Or he had any say in what was going on in the wedding. So. <laughs> well, good luck. Uh, do you think, Sean, Harbaugh will be an NFL coach next year? No. An NFL? No. You think he stays at Michigan? Yeah. We've got a good situation there. <laughs> Why would you go to the NFL? I, I tend to agree. Yeah, pretty sure you he think he's recruit? coming off of back-to-back college football playoff appearances. But you can argue he just swept. He's beaten Ohio State two straight years. Going to the playoff back-to-back years. Is it going to get any better than that? But hadn't he coached in the NFL before? Yeah, and he went 44-19 and 19 and went to a Super Bowl. Right, so he's done that. I know. Been there. And then he restored his alma mater. And every time. You got to stay somewhere at some point. It's Harbaugh, man. He, he kind of. Goes to the beat of his own tune there. I don't know that Harbaugh would fly in the NFL these days. I think he's where he needs to be. He said, I'm aware of the rumors and the speculation over the past few days. As I stated in December, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect that I'll be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. Yeah, he gets McCarthy back again. It wasn't really a denial, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was a whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't no one that. knows what the future holds, Banksy. Yeah. But I, I enthusiastically plan on being the coach of the most uh, gangster. Give me another eleven million. I'll be staying right here. <laughs> <laughs> the most gangster part of the, that entire profession, the top dogs do the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. They tell their agent, "Hey, leak a couple rumors that I might leave," and then they just go get more money for them and their boys. It, it, it's 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 a real cool gig if you can get away with it. Come on, Sean, get a job. I'll be your assistant. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> he could be the offensive coordinator of UNLV. I heard they're looking for one. Uh, Bobby Petrino, where did he stay for the month? Was he like just hanging out, got an apartment, and he's like, all right, I'm going to Texas A&M. I'm out of here. Can you imagine the difference in compensation packages between oh, UNLV I don't blame and Texas him. A&M? I don't blame the guy. I mean, when the head guy's making $10 million, I mean, they got to be talking at least two for Petrino to be the coordinator. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he probably wouldn't even make a half at UNLV. And granted, you got to live in College Station. No offense to anybody from Texas, but not quite <laughs> Vegas. But I said with all due respect. <laughs> all right, we got to get into week 18 of the NFL. Hey, Austin Matthews, how about show up in the third period? Will the Detroit Lions have all the stars aligned, and will they make the postseason? We will ask the two Lions fans on set that question next. It is V-CIN primetime. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. 
And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown scorer prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM. Dot com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Wrapping things up here on VSIN Prime Time alongside Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We're joined, as always, by the crew on a Thursday night. No Derek Stevens tonight, but Darren Banks and Wilbo in the house. Wilbo, what's going on at Stadium Swim Saturday night? No, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Friday yeah, night. Yeah, Friday night. We got the hosting the 80s Heat, world's largest hot tub party at Stadium Swim. All right. Yeah, bring your 80s gear. No, gonna- what time does it start? Four o'clock goes to nine p.m. Can get, we can we get Sean up there? Can we put an afro on Sean and have uh, him do part of the show out in uh, the? That's the, a great idea. I think that's a I really think good. Should idea. definitely pop up. But what I was gonna do, I was gonna have Banksy bring me some of his non-work clothes that he currently wears, and mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah, it's all eighties. Yeah, there we go. Four o'clock, huh? Yeah, four o'clock, four to nine. You'll look good, you know? Sean. I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing in some outside DJs. Going to have a little silent disco. You know, it'll be fun. All right. There you go. If you're in town. I might come up. Hop up. Why not? We got robes galore for everybody. Yeah. You know, go swim in a hot tub. Get out. Put on the robe. Come on now. Is it supposed to be nippy? Come on up. Yeah, it doesn't matter when the pools are 100. You're right. I like it. I'm saying I might not even need the robe. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I mean, for yeah, I'll, I'll have one just in case you want it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I got to talk to the powers that be. Maybe we could do a segment up there. We'll, might be a little too loud. It's going to be hey, it's hey, pretty, it's probably be pretty loud we, up we in Stadium fig- Swim. We could probably figure something out. That'd be awesome. That would be kind of cool. I think we'll probably be back out there for the Super Bowl, but uh, those plans are TBD. All right. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, Sean thinks that his former team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are reaching the Super Bowl. What do we think? I mean, they got a shot. Like, you can't count, count out Brady. Especially, they, they have an offense. They just haven't, haven't clicked. Once they start clicking, they're getting hot at the right time. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against them. I will. <laughs> you got Tampa Bay in the finals? Uh, yeah, out. I was trying to see that they have the Super Bowl of Zactas up yet here at Circa. Because I also think the Bengals are making a Super Bowl. Maybe a nice little, you know, Bengals, Bucks, Zactas. You're going to get huge return yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. And you'll be sitting there looking like a genius. You can walk around and they didn't think Joe Burrow and Tom Brady was possible. Oh, Lord. Not like I'm saying Brock Purdy's going to the Super Bowl or I'm believing in Kirk Cousins. I'm believing in the GOAT. Jared Goff. Definitely not believing in Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, no. You tried to tell me that Jared Goff was elite because he went to a Super Bowl. We did that whole I say discussion. He's an, not elite, but he's, an upper, he's above average. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, he is above average. He's above average. average. Yeah. I agree with that. He's above That's average. What I said. He's not better he than wasn't in the Kirk Cousins league. or Dak Prescott. Oh, I'd take Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins Why? Dak Prescott. Why? Because he hadn't failed as much. Has he won as much? 
Yeah, he's gotten to the Super Bowl. Neither one because of, those guys of the have. 49ers. No, Jared was with the Rams. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because of Sean you, McVay. Garoppolo. Yeah. And you tried to tell me that Garoppolo is better than Cousins, too. I, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> Ow. How? How is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Kirk Cousins? I, I mean, I'll say, I'll say Cousins has had some unbelievable receivers that he's been able to throw to. Cousins is going to go down as probably borderline Hall of Famer. But when it's mattered the most, Cousins has generally played primetime Cousins. He's the worst. Artist. You know, that's not me. That's him. It's not you. That's him. Uh, I'm just being a news anchor in this situation. I'm reporting the news. Okay. Yeah. Now, he can change that comp- the entire narrative if he gets hot in the postseason. Minnesota makes a run. So when Kirk Cousins could change the narrative, and then the statistics now start to matter. When Raheem Mostert ran for over 200 yards in a playoff game, and Jimmy Garoppolo was going like this, that that makes him a very good quarterback. Well, again, I'm not saying that Garoppolo is elite, but I'm saying guys that have led teams to the Super Bowl, I put slightly higher than when guys. the defense in uh, of San Francisco. See, Muhlenberg and the special teams stop. I know they have when a the class spe- called manners, right? Thank you. <laughs> Okay, thank you. You can you you will ask. <laughs> let me ask you this question. Go ask anyone in the NFL right now. You know people in the NFL, and you say who's a better quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins? All I'm saying, what is do you this. think the answer I, would all be? All I'm saying, is I, I think it, you'd be split down the middle. All no, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is I give guys that have taken a team to a Super Bowl credit for that, whether they were the reason the team got to the Super Bowl or not. I mean, so that's Nick Foles. I'm just saying, when you look at Kirk, he's had really, really good personnel throughout his career. He has one of the worst offensive lines in front of him, a horrible defense. I mean, who has a great offensive line in the NFL right now? I mean, with three teams, everybody else got question marks. Put out a poll on Real Sean King. Say, who is better, Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins? I barely know how to turn this thing on. I come up with the idea somebody else has to implement them. I can't. All know, right. I don't know how to create a poll. Yeah, because you know you'll lose. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Are the Lions going to make the playoffs? No. I don't. So, I last night I spent an hour on trying to figure out all the different scenarios with Buffalo not playing the game and if how do, how do the Lions get in and how do – and I asked Wibble today and I thought if Seattle wins at 1 o'clock that Lions can't get in no matter Correct. They, Correct. Correct. So, if Seattle wins, they can't get in. So, I'm right then by 4.30, I'm going to know if the Lions are in it. And then – so if they get in, can Green Bay still get in if they beat the Lions? Yes. 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 Because Seattle doesn't get in. Green Bay gets in with a win no matter what. Yep. The only way Detroit can get in right now is if Seattle, Seattle loses. and Green Bay loses. That's why right. I was like, no, when asked if the Lions could get in. Right. Because I don't think Seattle's losing at home against a Rams team with no Stafford, no Cooper Cup, no Aaron Donald. Yeah, the text that we're going around earlier was if they expanded the playoffs to eight. I teams, didn't read all that. To eight teams. I just seen play. That would be if Lions win, the Lions are in if there were eight teams, which it doesn't seem like they're going that route. So let me ask you this, though. So let's say the Seahawks beat the, the Rams on Sunday. So Lions are eliminated from the playoffs. The number, I would think, is going to spike up. Do you bet the Lions? I, I've cur- Personally, I, I would because yeah. – I mean, I, you heard, there were some comments by Campbell earlier in the week. You know, their one goal is to beat the Packers. That's that's all that matters. And, you know, if they get in, they get in. But if they don't get I think uh, Campbell said, you know, if we don't get in, no one else does. You know, talking from the division, talking about Green Bay. So I, the main goal is to beat the Packers, and I think that's what the team is looking at this week. I like that, but I got the bet that the Lions don't win eight and a half games. <laughs> <laughs> You bet against the Lions. I ha- you I come here every week talking about the yeah, Lions. But I, I got stuck there. You and they, take over six, but under eight and a half. Where did you get eight and a half? Eight happened during I don't know a few weeks ago. And oh. I seen it and I was like eight and a half. Are you crazy? <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the playoffs, but all of a sudden they kept winning and then. So let me change the narrative on this, just as it pertains to the Lions. If the Seahawks win, Lions have no shot. If I if I own the Lions, I tell Dan Campbell we're sitting all our starters. Because here's, here's why. They already get the Rams pick, which is probably going to be Rams are going to lose Seattle. They're going to be top five. But from the 10th selection through the 22nd selection, all of those teams are 7-9 and nine and 8-8. Eight and eight. So finishing 8-9 and nine might be 
10 draft spots over finishing 9-8. and eight. Yeah, but that's not the culture the Lions have turned around, okay? We used to have that culture. Oh, let's lose for a better draft. But, but now... We want to win the game. Getting, nah, win the game. getting two top win, 12 picks win the game, might man. help you win the division next year. You know, eliminate the Packers. Win the game. Uh, that's that's the way I look at it. They and, do hate Green Bay. And, and, and I'm am, I, am I correct in, in saying Matthew Stafford's back this week? Or are they sitting him? No, he's done. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, it's uh, well, because, you know, it would be one hell of a story if... Stafford hopped in and played the game to win that game for the Lions. By the way, if anybody watching this knows Matt Murray, the goalie for the Leafs, if you bump into him, tell him he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just not a very good goalie. You bet the Leafs? Yeah, he's not a very good goalie. Listen, I tell you one story about the Leafs. They spent all that money on all those forwards, and they don't have really a really, really number one goaltender, and they're going to struggle, and it's just going to keep struggling. And that city... Who's such a hockey town? That's a hockey town. Are gonna lose their. I'm mind. going on TSN. I got. I gotta let the people know. <laughs> like some people are colorblind. He's puck blind. I'm convinced he can't see the puck. You can't say that on TSN though. Oh, <laughs> I've they gone before and they kill me and my they attack me <laughs> because the Maple Leafs were playing the Lightning and so like we do a weekly spot on T. Oh man, and I might have mentioned that we were going to win that series. Not a favorite in Toronto? Wilbo, before we let you run, you have a play this week? Yeah, the game that everyone is talking about. Uh, The Jackson, no, I'm sorry, the Houston Texans versus Indianapolis Colts. Everyone's talking about it. Huge game. It's the biggest one on the board. Uh, I'm taking the Texans plus the Colts. Texans to ruin the number one pick. They're going to win and mess it all up. Yep. Thanks to Darren Banks, Wilbo for Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Matt Murray stinks. And Wes and Femi are up next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 